Hello and welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast. Well, it is International Week, but it's been far from a quiet week as the media have been feasting on an almost daily diet of quotes and interviews from players away on international duty who do have this tendency to be somewhat more candid in their reply to questions on their current situations with clubs and potential transfers. So which names have been in the news? Let's start with Rafa Varane. He's been occupying plenty of editorial space. He was brisk yesterday when he was asked about his future at Madrid. I don't feel like talking about my future. I'm not in the habit of talking publicly about my future. On Zidane's return, he said, I appreciate him as a coach and as a person. He's been very important to me. In terms of his leadership skills, well, he's silenced the critics on many occasions and shown what great ability he has to lead this club. He also added a few comments about Mbappe. He said, I've seen some incredible players in my career, but it's the first time I've met such a talented young player. I'm impressed by his intelligence, his maturity and his monstrous talent. Now, if Varane goes, and there aren't many people who believe he will, one of the replacements, Skriniar, could come in. His agent was quoted in the last few hours as saying Real Madrid want him, so to to Barcelona. They, though, have to convince Inter to sell. If they do, it will not be cheap. Remember, Inter paid $28 million for him when they bought him off Sampdoria back in 2017. And Manchester City had an offer of $55 million turned down about eight months later. Now, his contract runs until 2022. So it looks as if it would take around 90 or $100 million minimum to get Inter to even consider discussing a potential move. Now, could another Brazilian star of the future be arriving this summer? Now, in their desire to unearth the next Messi or Ronaldo Madrid, continue to scour South America looking for talent. I remember Vinicius, of course, already on board, as indeed is Rodrigo. They've been back in Flamengo looking over Renier Jesus, the 17-year-old forward who's already made a big impact with the academy team. Now, whether Zidane wants another for-the-future player who wouldn't be coming cheap either, $60 million is his release clause. There's a clutch of other clubs looking at him from the Premier League and indeed from Serie A. But whether Zidane wants him is the big question. And, of course, he still has to try and find room to accommodate Rodrigo for next season, or he may well actually leave him with Santos for the remainder of this Brazilian season. Lots of pictures and video appearing over the last 24 hours, showing Roberto Carlos in training with Zidane. He's joined the technical staff of the Castilla team a week on from Manolo's arrival. He will continue with dual roles, and he also works, remember, as the commentator with Real Madrid TV. Now, he doesn't yet have a full coaching license, but that is something that will be forthcoming very soon. What do those around him actually think of his arrival there and uh, this new role that he appears to have? Uh, Pedro Sanchez said, he is a legend, this guy, but he doesn't play or act like one. You wouldn't know it unless you knew him and knew what he'd achieved in his career. He's always happy and he's always smiling. Icardi and wife are never far from the news and with Inter announcing that they'd met to discuss renewing his contract, there is still no sign of agreement there. His contract runs until 2021, remember, at present the most likely destination is said to be Juventus, but Real Madrid 
remain an attractive proposition to him. The hierarchy, though, are aware of all the baggage that comes with him. But Zidane sees the 26-year-old in the prime of his career with 109 goals in 179 Serie A games at Inter as someone that he would very much like to have on board. And with the fee between 50 and 80 million, he is easily affordable. Uh, Wanda Nara, by the way, his agent and wife was actually in Madrid this week, but it was said to be on personal business. It's not known if she met anybody from Madrid. Now, Isco's resurrection to a first-team player isn't for the long term, and uh, as we expected, many others do, it's primarily to build some form with a view to him being sold in the summer. Now, the overweight issues continue to dock him. The view inside the club is that, and this was a quote, he's four and a half kilos overweight, but he simply refuses to weigh himself. He's, remember, our allegations that he has strenuously denied. More on Varane's potential move away. PSG will pay between 100 and 110 million to sign him, short of the release clause, but acceptable. Uh, Zidane's list of replacements is being led by Delix and Skriniar, but also Marquinhos is still in there. Delict, remember, is a big target of Barcelona. Now, there's been lots of revelations in the last 24 hours about Adrian Rabiot's relationship with PSG, his future looking very cloudy. Remember, he turned down a potential Premier League move to Tottenham, and Barcelona's interest has cooled off significantly as well. He's looking to Madrid in the hope that Zidane comes to his rescue. At present, it's said that he's banned from the club's training facilities. It looks like he's training with the youth teams. His mother and agent has been very vocal. She said he's training, yes, but I don't want to say where or with whom. She added they try to control his life off the pitch as well, when they don't actually want him as a player. Adding as well that they want him in his pyjamas, she said, ready for bed by 9 o'clock, then asleep by 11. He hasn't actually committed any crime at all. He's like a prisoner or a hostage. Soon they'll be feeding him bread and water and throwing him in the dungeon. Now, Eden Hazard had managed to steer clear of comments that could be misconstrued. He said, we have two months left of this season. We have to win Europa League or finish top four. That's all I'm thinking about in the moment. And that was that. But wait. Up popped an interview in Belgium with Eddie Merckx, where he was quoted as saying, I have a lot of respect for Zinedine Zidane. He is my idol. And thanks to him, I actually started to play football. Just stay with Chelsea here for a moment and another of Zidane's targets, N'Golo Kante. Now, mindful of the fact that taking two of Chelsea's best players with them unable to sign any replacements has, frankly, no chance of success. Well, they're looking at other angles. So Asensio, Bale, James Rodriguez and Casemiro are all potentially going to be offered as bargaining tools to try and make Chelsea consider the futures of both Conte and Hazard. Now, also making communication to gauge the level of interest in him is Edinson Cavani. Now, he recently celebrated his 32nd birthday. His contract is up in 2020, so if they want any meaningful money for him, then PSG have got to sell him this summer. The fee that they're looking to accept is around 60 million. It looks extravagant 
for a player of that age, although they will simply point to Ronaldo for price guidance. Anyway, is it a good buy? Well, he continues to score goals, 17 of them this season. And in all, 133 in 181 at PSG, at 78 in 104 at Napoli and 34 in 109 at Palema. So goals have always been scored. But at 32, uh, stepping back up a level to a more competitive league is still going to be a risk for any buying club. On the face of it, Spain seems the only viable destination. As for Madrid, though, it's unlikely that they will spend big on a player that is older than Benzema, regardless of his reputation as a goalscorer. But Zidane is a big admirer of the Uruguayan, so the possibility does remain. Madrid's valuation, around and about 40 million. It may just be enough to tempt PSG. Ames Rodriguez's future again makes news with Uli Hernes, remember, announcing a huge investment in the Bayern squad this summer. It's looking extremely unlikely that Rodriguez will stay. Now, if he returns and Bayern forfeits the chance to buy him at 42 million, then Madrid will put him up for sale at around 70 million. Though it's said that they will accept between 45 and 55. Meanwhile, Nicolas Pepe, who's in the midst of his best ever season with Lille, 17 goals and 11 assists. Seven of those goals, remember, though, are penalty kicks. Uh, is now not only a Madrid target, Bayern Munich are also said to be interested in taking him this sum of the cost. Well, Lille want 80 million for him which is very big money indeed, perhaps, for a player who at 23 has had one excellent season so far. And staying with those with potential, Martin Odegaard, a star in the making for some, but not for everybody. Well, we know that Solari was keen to welcome him back, but few words have been spoken by anybody since Zidane's return. The player himself broke his silence on Zidane's return this week as well to offer a few opinions. He said, I know him very well and we have a great relationship. I had him as a coach with the juniors and indeed with the seniors. For me, it's a very positive step to have him return to the club. He still remember just 20 years of age. He's now in his fifth year as a professional player. Remember, he's made his debut back in April of 2014. He's been in the Netherlands for the last two and a half seasons with Herem Veen and Vitesse, where he has earned rave reviews again this season. Former Madrid keeper Ike Casillas, of course, at Porto, gave his view on the signing of Militao. He is a great deal, he said, for Madrid. They have a very good player here with a huge future. I am convinced he will shine in Madrid. On Zidane's return, he said his return is a reason for hope and energy for all Madrid fans. Now, it's not been a very good week, has it, for Thibaut Courtois? Dropped from Real Madrid, made an international blunder as well midweek. The smile is still very much on the face of Kila Navas. Asked how he felt when he saw his name on the team sheet last weekend. He said, it was a very emotional moment for me. On Solari, he said, I did get the impression that whatever I did in training, it wouldn't matter. I wasn't going to play, but I always remained professional. On his relationship with Courtois, he simply said, I have absolutely no problem with him at all. Vinicius, of course, is currently out of action with injury. He's been talking about his season at Madrid. 
and working under three coaches. First of all, he said, I was hurt by Lopetegui's dismissal. He helped me a lot during pre-season. On Solari, he said, Solari then gave me the opportunity to do my job. I have great affection for him. On Zidane, I've seen many videos as a player. He was amazing. He is a legend. On his injury, I'm improving, he said, day by day. And on his move, he said, I always wanted to live and play in Madrid. Barcelona offered more money, but I made the best decision. The fans have been brilliant. They treat me very well. People stop me in the street and tell me I'm good and I'll be here for a long time. On the players and the best players and who is best at the moment, he said, I do want to play alongside the best in the world. And as for who is the best, well, maybe he said it is Neymar. And asked what he thought he needed to do to improve. He said, well, I've been a bit anxious in front of goal, but with time it will improve. In the future, I see myself winning the golden ball by the time I'm 25 or 26. Now, all the world's media were quick to pick up on the comments of Paul Pogba when he was asked about playing for Real Madrid. Madrid, he said, is a dream club for everybody. To play under Zidane is also a dream. Today I'm at Manchester United and I'm happy. We have a new coach and we have a new system in place as well. Then, just when you think it's all over, he concludes with, but we don't know what the future holds. The one thing we do know, though, is that the relationship between Pogba's agent, Mino Raiola, and Real Madrid is frosty, to say the least. And finally today, Carlo Ancelotti added his views on Zidane's return. He said Zidane and Madrid are the perfect marriage. He has returned with full knowledge of what he's doing and where he's going. He, of course, worked with him, remember, at Juventus as well. He said Zidane changed everything. He said, I built the team around him. I changed my style of football. In short, I owe him everything. Well, that's it for today. Remember, you can catch up with all of the news from the season so far by going to realmadridpodcast.com where you'll find a selection of featured episodes plus links to all of the others. Or you can go to Spotify, iTunes, Google, Stitcher or indeed Anchor FM. Enjoy the rest of the weekend's internationals and we will be back early next week. From me, Tim Capel, till then, bye-bye.